here and these three testimonies. So, well, if you have your Bibles, let's, uh, it's going to kind of, I think, uh, pray that it'll flow along that same kind of thought about our doing things, <clears throat> doing things his way, flowing in God's word. God cares about us. Um, but he's not going to, he's not going to exert his authority over us. We've got to yield it to him. And so we're looking at, we're going to start, uh, Romans chapter 10, verse, start at verse 8, and let's see where the Lord will lead us tonight. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. Romans 10 and 8. Uh, you can be seated. Uh, we'll just kind of, if you're able to follow along, write some of these down. I don't know how many scriptures we'll get to. But Romans chapter 10, did I say Romans? Yeah, Romans chapter 10, starting at verse 8. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture hath saith, who hath believed on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe on him whom they've not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach if that, except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings unto good of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, the Lord who hath believed our report. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So Romans here, this is this talk, talking to the church, and we won't get into too many of these things. Uh, we could spend a lot of time with just these scriptures here. But, uh, you know, for... Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's that's more than just, you know, saying a prayer or accepting the Lord as your Savior. That's 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 actually not what he's saying there. But it's it's talking about calling upon the name of the Lord and invoking the name of the Lord upon your life. And that is done in baptism when you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You enter into covenant relationship. But I want to talk a little bit about the just the power of the word of God. Uh, again, it's been said intermixed into your testimonies about the reliance upon the Lord, right? When, we, when you and I flow and within flow in God's word and his will in our lives on a daily basis, change happens, transformation happens, th things happen, amen, by, by, by those that have submitted themselves to the word of God. And so the power of God's word and then there's the, so there's the there's logos which is the totality of God's word or or the work of 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 God Jesus said the the works that I do are the works of the father and so that that he must I must finish the work and so that that word same word logos so the the entirety of God's word the entirety of God's thought and intent intent Amen. To save mankind. And so that's the logos, the entirety of it. But then there's the rhema, which is that now word or that 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 word that is a part of the 
the bigger whole, but it's a word for you and I uh, that, as, as Armando was talking about, have you, have you prayed? Did, did you pray? Did you, did you put me first? You know, and so that's a rhema word from God. And so as he, as he walked in obedience to that word, well, then right before his eyes, obviously God doesn't always happen that way, but it, it did that day where God manifested the power of obedience to the word of God. And so faith that cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe you're here today. We're here today because there was faith that was activated by obedience to the word of God. Is that right? Is that, that would be fair to say you someone preached to you again. How shall they hear without a preacher? And that's not the individual sitting or standing behind a pulpit. But that's. That's, uh, that, that is however you heard that. Again, you and I are preachers of the Word of God. We are, we are ministers of the gospel. We've all been called to that ministry of preaching the good news, the gospel of peace, the glad tidings of good things. And so this is a great message. This is, this is the message. This is the message that needs to be preached and taught. And so, and so flowing within that word or that rhema, that is within the total part of the Logos. Now, if God tells you to do something, but you're not going to find a principle of it, you're not going to find it in the Word of God, then we've got a question, is that really God speaking to you? So being able to discern God's voice, being able to, to obey that Word that is aligned with the Scriptures. And so, um, so the power of the Word of God necessary and so that that now word it says in second uh, Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable all scripture by inspiration the the divinely breathed of God is that the God that 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 God uh, the scriptures they're they're one author but they're it's the divinely inspired word of God uh, for all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and the Scripture and the Word is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In order for something to be profitable or be a profit to you, you're going to have to invest into it, right? You have to give yourself to it. Scripture says you're to love the Lord with your whole heart and your whole mind and all of your strength and so everything right so this this call of god to to invest so the scripture the divine scripture the word of god is profitable if you invest in it if you believe it if you apply it to your lives the doctrine will be profit it's for correct uh, reproof Correction. I need to be corrected. I need to be renewed in my mind. I need, I need to have the right thinking. As Don says, sometimes we don't always have the right thinking. We stray off. We, we entertain other things that are not in aligned with the Word of God. It's there for correction, instruction in righteousness. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 13. We'll start at verse 12 here. That you would walk worthy of God who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. Do you know that you're called of God? And so with that calling, it's a, it's a, it's a heavenly calling. 
that we would walk worthy of that calling. For this cause, verse 13, also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectively worketh also in you that believe. So you received God, so receiving, you have to receive it. God's word, you have to receive it. Actually, the word, with the Bible talks about a willing heart. Or uh, Acts chapter 2, I believe it's verse 42, it says, they that gladly received the word were baptized. And so how you see the word, is this just something, again, you've heard it before, this is something the pastor preaches, something that my church teaches. No, this is the word of God. This is the, this is the logos. This is God's intent, and this is God's purpose. And so those that received it as as the word of God, it, what did it do? The word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. And so God's word has power to affect change. Amen. The word of God is effective. The word of God is powerful. And, and I, I need the word of God active in my life. I, so again, we just can read this. It can fill out my, you know, you have the, we, we, uh, we don't have, we haven't had them in years, but you can get them. There's nothing wrong with it. It's important to read your Bible. We have the bread charts, right? And you just have certain, you got to read a certain scripture every day. You read through the Bible. It's a good exercise. It's important and good to do. But you can, that's all you could do. And just read the word of God and say, I checked all the boxes. I read the word. But, it's not a, but, it, but if it's not done by faith, if it's not applied in a personal level, if it's not coupled with, okay, God, I need a rhema for today. I need the word that I'm reading to affect the change in my life. So how I treat my brother and sister, how I treat my neighbor, how I go on to the job, how I deal with adversity, what do I do with this situation when it comes? And how, is this a test? Or how, how do I process all of the things that are going? Lord, speak to me. Let me hear your word for me today and we believe that God can speak to you daily about you about what he needs you to do how he needs to flow through you I want to you talk about growing I need to grow I want to keep growing in the Lord the only way to grow in the Lord is to I need the nourishment of God's word right man does not live by bread alone but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God Lord what are you speaking to me today what are you asking of me today what 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 is what is the word today that I need, and I, I need a word today. And again, it's not a necessarily a word from somewhere else or someone that's, you know, we, I like it when someone sends a text of God spoke to me, so forth and so on, and those things, they happen, they're real, they're, they have meaning. And, uh, but I, there's something, something powerful. There's, then you, um, you, I'm sure you have the testimonies, and there's, there's, I have the testimonies where I can bring you back where, where God spoke maybe just a word. <laughs> it was just one word. I, I keep my promises. Starbucks in uh, Armory, uh, Armory Square. I keep my promises. That was just a couple words, but it was a now word. It was a rhema word, and it was a word that has, I have since fed off of that word. 
or, or, or other things. And again, and so we all have them. I pray that you have them. And if you don't, well, God is no respecter of persons. And so it's not, God is not the problem. So the, the flow is not coming, the problem is not from above down. It's, it's, it's here. It's in, in the heart. It's what's clogging up that, that conduit, that flow that I need to hear the word of God for me today. You need to hear the word of God. And there's, there's many examples in the Bible. And again, we have personal examples. But I, but I think this, uh, it's a necessary exercise. And it's good, that, again, that that's what the word of God is there. We've got some hindsight. We've got some uh, principles in the word. So let's go to Numbers, uh, just a couple examples. Uh, Numbers chapter 12. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm thankful that, one, God does not change. God's word does not change, and the principles of God's word does not change. And so biblical principles are, are there and real and, and uh, something that we can access wherever day we live in. This is not for a certain culture or for a certain season or, or a certain, you know, this is just for American culture or so forth. No, no, Th this is the principles of God's word being manifested. And so in Numbers chapter 13 and 14, if you've not read this story, this is where the children of Israel coming to the promised land, they're, they're coming to the place that God has prepared for them, right? And so, right, destiny. You have a destiny? I believe you have a destiny, right? We, all, uh, we have a destiny, right? The Bible says that you're, you're foreordained, right? There, there's a place. Now, that doesn't mean you can do anything you want and you're going to get there anyway. No, I have a responsibility. So there's a destiny, but there's a destiny. If you knew where God's going to bring you, there's somewhere from here into where that destiny is, and that's, that's the process. And how to get there, well, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I need point-by-point point navigation. Now, we live in the GPS world, and you've got to start with where you're at first before you get where you've got to go. And then it's, all right, I've got the British voice on my GPS, so, but he's got to turn-by-turn turn navigation. So I get ahead of God before, and we figure I don't need direction. No, I need, we need step-by-step we need step direction. And when we flow in that, Direction, the word, what does it say about God's word? It is a lamp to my feet. I would like it to be a spotlight, right? A floodlight to my feet. But it's a lamp. <laughs> so I need it every day. I need, to, I need to hear every day Enoch walked with God every day. So he, Numbers chapter 13, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, Canaan, here it is, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send every man among the ruler. Right? So God was telling Moses to go send men to see and spy the land that he was going to give it to them. It was theirs. Actually, God told Abraham uh, years before, that there's your rem your 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 na a nation's going to come out of you and will bless you and those people come out of you they're going to go into Egypt they're going to have bondage and then 400 years later they're going to come out and they're going to come out with great substance so God already had a plan before they even went in there God already has a plan for your out to your escape before you even go into any situation God God's got it all mapped out but the question is I don't have it mapped out I don't know how to navigate all of this but He does and as long as I flow into whatever He's asked me to do. 
then I'm safe. I'm okay. That, that's the place of rest. That's the place of peace. Is when I'm, and so if you read this story, they went to see the land, and they came back with the report, and they said unto him, We came into the land where thy sendest, verse 27, and surely it flows with milk and honey, and here's the fruit of it. God gives you evidence of, of, the, of the things that he's told you to do. I'm thankful that God is faithful in his word. If he, if he, he told uh, Abraham and he told Sarah that this time next year, you're going to have a baby. Genesis chapter 18, I think, or 19. Uh, and uh, Sarah laughed. And uh, is anything impossible for God? But then it says in the next chapter or the chapter after that, and at that appointed time, God did what God said he's going to do. God does what he says he's going to do. And they had evidence that there was fruit into the land that God was sending them. He told them this is going to be a land flowing with milk and honey. He told that to Moses in Genesis chapter 3 and 4. But it says, nevertheless, there came up an evil report that the, the people are strong, they dwell in the land, and the cities are walled. Very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And Caleb tried, verse 30, to still the people and say, let's go up at once. We're able to do it. But the men, verse 31, that were with them said, we be not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we are. And so there was a, a so that, the Bible says that the carnal man is an enemy of God. Carnal mind is an enemy of God. It's, it's not subject to God, neither indeed can be. When we look at things maybe rationally or, or in, in, the, in the eyes of, of reason or, or maybe even intellect or human understanding, it doesn't make sense to maybe what God is asking us to do or the places that God would lead you or, you know, for, forgiveness, <laughs> It doesn't always make sense. It's not an easy thing. With things what God will ask of us, not always easy, but they are the best way to do them because God already has a plan. God's already filtered through his fingers. God's, God's already seen the beginning from the end. He's not bound by time. He's not bound by circumstances. There's no, there's no mountain too high. There's no valley too low. Is there anything impossible with God? The only thing that's impossible is he's not going to exert his authority over our will. That's where he draws the line. And so if you're not willing to go and to obey, it's not that God won't do some things. He'll go find someone else. He, he's got, I mean, he's not, he's not stuck. So the thing is, am I going to be partakers of all that God has designed for my life? That, 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 so God, you, you, you are created in the image of God. So he had given each of us a personal portion or destiny, if you will, or however you want to call it. And again, it's all not for me. It's for his glory. The scripture says that my life is not my own. When you're baptized in Jesus' name, you surrender your life. <laughs> so things I have to learn. We have to learn that. And we have to be reminded of it. It's not my life. It's his life. Is that okay? Right? That's not probably popular in the 20th century with the world. My own, my, my body, my choice, I do whatever I want. No, I do God's word. And so God wants me to do something, I need to do it. God doesn't want me to do something, then 
Am I going to obey man or am I going to obey God? And so, well, there's a lot there, right? Uh, but he's going to help us. He wants to help us with all of these things. I don't have it figured out, but, but, um, but I know here, again, just either through experience or through the word of God, that when they said we're not able even though there was evidence, even though it was everything that you said it was, even though there was everything that you promised that it would be there, nevertheless, the people are strong. There needs to be an agreement between earth and heaven, right? Jesus taught them to pray. They asked them, teach us to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is already in heaven. So there's no conflict in heaven. There's no struggle in heaven. There's, there, there's, no, there's no debating about the will of God. The debate and the struggle and the fight is right here. It's, just, it's my will that has to be put on an altar every day that I have to surrender to it. And so they weren't able to do it. Even Joshua and Caleb, now, they're the two that ended up um, uh, having to wait 40 years before they could cross over but the rest of those that were 20 years and older died in the wilderness. Doubt had to die before they could go into the promises of God. And so as long as doubt is allowed to live and be manifested in our lives, then you can't get, in, can't get into the promises of God because God is looking to, we're, we're to love him with our whole heart soul, mind, strength. That's just a yielding everything to him. Okay, your will be done. It's not my life anymore. And so in Genesis chapter 26, a great story of Isaac. Isaac. I love this about Isaac. It says here, uh, Isaac, Genesis chapter 26, verse 1, it says, there was a famine in the land beside the first famine, that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Amalek, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land that I will tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham, thy father. And so, you know, we can, there's a, we can, there's a lot of details that are not there. But we know there was a famine. There was, there was lack. There was, there was deadness. There was dryness. There was no rain. There was, there was difficulties. And apparently, it, I would assume that in Egypt, it's everything you needed. And so, when you're, when you have need, you want to have need, <laughs> you have things that, you know, Obviously, this world is turned upside down, and you know what, what the world is facing, and it's not sustainable, and I don't have the answer for tomorrow, but uh, I gotta trust, we're going to trust, trust the Lord. We're, 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 we're living in these days where, oh, how's it going to happen? This is, I think, a, uh, uh, it, it, it not, wouldn't be far from the stretch of the imagination. If they're running out of baby food and running out of this and running out of that and gas prices and so forth and so on, I don't know what's happening. But either, I don't think Isaac knew exactly what was happening, but he had a word from God that there's famine in the land 
I know you've got options. I know there's opportunities that are presenting itself. Ever, opportunities ever present itself to you and you've got to make a decision. Good opportunities that look good. You're going to have opportunities that look good along the way. The question is, is that the will of God or not? Is this where God wants me to go or isn't it? And so Isaac had the choice to obey the voice of God. Now, if you go to the book of Ruth, you'll find a story about uh, Naomi and her husband, and there was famine in the land of Bethlehem, Judah. And so they decided to go to Moab. Read that story if you haven't read that story, but in Ruth, they go to Moab, and when they're down in Moab, Naomi loses her husband, and she loses her two sons. And so there's tombstones in Moab. When we decide to go outside of God's will and purpose, Lot, for instance, we can talk about Lot, right? There was conflict, there was, and Abraham said, you go one way, I go another way. Now, that sounds reasonable when there's conflict. Man, you just go your way, I'll go my way. You know what? Maybe a better answer would have been, let's just work this out. Let's see how we can be, because we're better together, right? We're, we're better if we, we resolve our dif differences. And so it didn't go well with Lot after he separated himself. It's never going to go well when you just go off by yourself doing your own thing, right? It's true. And so I need the body of Christ. I need the word of God. I need to know, okay, Lord, what do you need, want me to do in this situation? And so Isaac, it says that Isaac... Uh, and then verse 12, Genesis 26 and 12, then Isaac sowed in the land. So he did what the Lord told him to do in the midst of the famine. So in the famine, in the midst of the famine, it says he sowed in the land. It's almost comical, but if the rest of the verse is, and he received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. So, wow. Okay, just submitting to the voice of God and being obedient to that rhema word is part of the whole logos, the will and the purpose of God. It is not God's will that any would perish, but all come to repentance. And so I believe that total work of the kingdom is reaching the lost and, and, and preaching the gospel to every creature and, and, and letting the Lord use you as a conduit for his love and his purpose throughout the world, right? That is the ultimate and then the rhema is, okay, here I am, Lord, today. <laughs> Here's my life today. I present myself. What do you need me to do? Where do you need me to go? How, how I need to behave now? Again, well, I got to go to work in the morning. I got, that's, that's fantastic. I believe, I believe in that. I believe that you, you should. Uh, got to provide for your own, and you've got to do whatever it takes, and however, you know, and obviously there's other situations, and you, you I'm not saying, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying, right? I don't have to explain. Just whatever God, and if it's raising family and children, that's, that's wonderful and awesome. I mean, when you go to the store and God nudges you to speak to someone or you go on the job and you got someone you hadn't met and so forth and so on, when you're, you're you know, whatever, at a coffee sh shop and people not always recognize. There was a guy the other day that walked by and he, I just saw his book. It says Worship Architect. I know what it was. And so, so I just, hey, I saw your book. How are you? Wave, caught eyes, had a little conversation. Come to find out he's a pastor in Skinny Atlas, and he, he's working in Auburn for something or was looking to go in Auburn. So 
but you know these little divine moments of connection where we're listening and hearing the voice of God and I, I've missed many of them <laughs> I know I have I know I have so I haven't got them all but I want to I want to fine-tune that hearing because God is is ready to he's getting ready to reveal his sons and daughters into the world right the glory of God the, the outpouring of his spirit and so Isaac sowed in the land and God blessed him for it this last one here this is I, I uh, again these are just these are little nuggets that um, that I believe are good and helpful but I know that in the scriptures there's no there's no bottom to the depth and the wisdom of the scriptures so that's just some of the places that, okay, I say, oh, okay, that makes sense. But there's more there that if you just keep digging and realizing. But there's uh, Genesis, right? Genesis chapter 6, the, the, the Bible says that the, the Lord said that my spirit will not, at verse 3. So 6 and 3, the Lord said, my spirit will not always strive with man, for he is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years old. So this is talking about God's desire really to, God's, he, he wants a, the Bible says that we're joint heirs with Christ, right? That we are sons and daughters, that there's an inheritance. There's not only there's something in this life, but in the life to come. And so partnering with us. Jesus said that take my, take my yoke upon me, right? Take my burden. It's light. Right? It's easy. So yoking with Jesus, that, that means you're, you're locked in. He's on one side, you're on the other side, and you're walking together. You're not getting ahead of them. You're not falling behind because if you're in that yoke, if you've seen those yoke of oxen, if, if, they're, if they're unequally yoked, <laughs> you're going to just run in circles, frustrate yourself. Or, or if you're, when you're yoked together, if you get ahead, you're going to actually, it's going to pinch and it's going to cause damage. And so just walk in with the Lord. And so he says, my spirit will not always strive. So God doesn't want to strive. He wants flow. He doesn't want to be that conflict. It's not going to force his will. He's just not going to do it. But when we willingly submit to the word of God, willing, willingly to submit to his purpose, wow, great things happen. And so there were, uh, God saw the wickedness that were great in the earth and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart, evil continually. God repented that he had made man. It grieved him in his heart. And, um, but then it says that Noah found grace. I believe he found grace because he was looking for it. I believe we look for the Lord, seek the Lord. He found it. If you seek him, the Bible says you'll find him. If you put him first, right, he doesn't change his address. <laughs> he, he's there. He he's makes himself available. Um, but Noah, Noah means resting place. And so the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, it says, by faith, Noah, when he was warned of God, of things not seen as yet, what did he do? It says he moved with fear. Uh, by faith, Noah, being warned of God, not things yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is by faith. And so I don't see anywhere in the Bible that God spoke to Moses any other time from then, but God spoke to him, 
and he went and he prepared. The Bible says that God waited in the days of Noah until the ark was prepared. So as he was diligently working, flowing in what God had asked him to do, and then when the time was done, now this ark was just a, was an ark. It was just a box. It had no propulsion system. <laughs> it had no steering wheel. It was an ark to hold God's presence, right? It was just the house. And so God's not asking us to steer this thing. He's not asking us to drive it. He's not asking us to put the pressure on the pedal on any speed, but just to do what he asked us to do. And so he, he flowed in that. He, the Bible says he was a preacher of righteousness. So we know that while he's building it, he's speaking the good news. He's, 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 in, he's uh, reaching out for, for those others that, is, that are the, the wicked ones that were around and inviting them into this ark, this box, if you will. And the window, there was only one window once he got inside, and it was only up, up on the top. So where we're looking, right? Jesus is looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So when my eyes are on him, I'm doing all right. When my eyes are on this world and the things and a lot of noise and a lot of distractions, so that, that doesn't help me to really hear the voice of God. I was doing that for a while, just listening to the news and all that kind of stuff, and I've really, with the help of the Lord, have turned that down to almost nothing. Uh, just can't. I need, I, need, I, need to be, I need to have peace. And so Noah means resting place. So Noah's in this, Noah literally means resting place. So Noah found rest in simply obeying the word of God. And again, success was eight, eight souls out of all that were there. There was success. Because he was doing the word and the will of God that, he is at, that God asked him to do. And so that's all God asked for us. Is that, can it be that simple? Just obey the word. We're members of the body and every member of my body that is members in particular that God had put in there, his will. So you're here by the will of God and you have a purpose particular for you that God has designed for you and when you do that and I do that somehow God works it together all together for good so I, I pray this is encouraged this is this is encouraged me to just kind of all right Lord <laughs> I want to obey your voice do your will and and that when doing that Noah I believe found rest for himself he literally did what his name means. <laughs> and Pastor Deez has taught a lot about the Sabbath and the rest and, and, and listening and, and right. Take my yoke upon you. I think that Jesus talks about the rest. This is the, the scriptures talk about the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, Isaiah. This is the rest where you find the weary to rest. The, Jesus said, I, I'm with you, but I shall be in you. I'm going to give you the comforter and the uh, John chapter 15, and the Holy Ghost will teach you, John 14 and 15, will teach you all these things that you need to do. And so the Jesus is going to teach you, going to teach you what you need to do. And so spending time in the Word, really ultimately the Word of God in the Spirit 
ultimately, again, I'm not against other things, but I got to be careful with other things and other books and other things. I got to be careful with all that stuff because ultimately Jesus said, I'm going to teach you. So I want to learn from the master. You can get a master's degree. <laughs> I know. You've heard it too much. It's, it's still, I think it's, I still find that interesting. But a master's degree, because that's the word of God from above. And again, if you supplement it with other stuff, that's fine, as long as it matches what the Spirit is saying. And so when it's saying other than what the Spirit is saying, there's no good for me. So I need the Spirit. Why don't we stand? So the Word of God, the, the, the effectual working of faith, faith that cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so as I hear the word of God and then I activate that faith, the Bible says every man has been given a measure of faith. You have enough faith to do the work that God has called you to do. But it's the application of it. It's the surrendering. It's the submitting to it. Right? Jesus told Peter, the adversary, Satan, his desire to sift you as wheat. What did Jesus say? He said, I prayed for you that your faith would not fail, would fail not. And so it's one, I'm, I'm walking in that rhema, that word from God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Let's uh, let's find this little time of prayer. Let's 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 hear and fine tune. Lord, hear. Let me have ears.